Listeners, remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Roe co slash clink sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate that's ro.co slash clink listeners did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year and if that's not bad enough most cleaning formulas are 90 percent water which is heavy to ship leading to excessive carbon emissions plus those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia that's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet nobody's trying to have that enter blue land blue land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refill start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, White Wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like White Wine, True Crime, and In Bed by Nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are Housewives of True Crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. That's right. How's it? Well, you know, it's getting back to normal. Birthday week is over. So now I'm just a disappointing, normal mom. Doesn't have to pull rabbits out of the hat every time they come home from school. It's great. Okay. I mean, that's kind of generally how it is, I feel like, at the mid-October to Christmas. Yeah, countdown to Halloween. Yes, so fun. I hope everybody is ready with their candy stocked. No, don't stock your candy now. Why would you do that? Then you're just going to eat it. Oh. You got to buy it the day of. I don't really, you know, I don't really eat candy. I know, that's how you are. So just, it really just stays in my in my cabinet until little kids come over that their parents don't let them have candy and then goes away. Yeah. I spent the day at the crime scene tech. I got my car broken into if you guys listened to our bonus episode and it was real fascinating. That is fascinating. It was, it was my favorite day in a long time. I pick the detective's brain about everything that's going on in Dallas. And it's quite eye-opening, actually. Yeah. And then I thought to myself, I really would like to do his job. But then he told me I needed to be a patrol officer first. And then I was like, yeah, 
don't yeah, know I if I could do that. that. No, yeah. straight to detective. Yeah. So you guys, they are doing legit detective work on Tab's car that broken got broken into. They fingerprinted her shit. They did today. That's awesome. It's so awesome. It is so. <laughs> I'm like, I am like, yes. Come on, let's show it all to me. How do we do this? Can I get in there? Can I actually learn how to fingerprint? I just, you know, I ate it all up. I know. Yeah. I wish they would give us a, a, some of the knowledge that they have because they have some knowledge of this person, but not completely. It sounds like. Yeah. And I'm like, if I just knew a girlfriend, mama, somebody's name. Just let me go with it. I'll find them. Yes, I know. I might have some information for you Ooh, later. That'll be a fun weekend then. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I I I got some DL. Okay. So that's what I've been dealing with, but it's crime related. And so, you know, I even went to a charity event yesterday and spilled the beans uh, because I was just so excited about what I was doing this morning. I know. <laughs> and usually so I don't talk about my line of work. Well, so you didn't get nervous around the police officers like I do? Oh, my gosh. Okay. So listen, the detective, no, we, I was, we were chatting it up. He's like, oh, you should do a ride along. I was like, sign me up tomorrow. I want to come out for that. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, do you want to tour the jail? I was like, yes, I want to do it all. Please give it all to me. Yeah. But then an officer came up and he was like, hey, you know, you have those uh, just, you know, I know you're a victim here, but um, your license plates are in the wrong place and they're temporary plates because it's a brand new car. Oh, yeah. And Tesla puts it on the windshield. I don't know. I don't do it. And so, and then he goes, and you know, you Tesla drivers, you never put a front license plate on. So I'm just saying that you're going to get pulled over. And I was like, that's the officer that I get every time. And then I was like, no messing around. That's the officer. I said, where do you patrol? I said, because I'm not coming around your neighborhood. And he goes, he's like, he's like, anybody's going to pull you over. I was like, no, 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 not anybody's going to pull me over. He's a transplant from Highway 73 in the Orange County. <laughs> Orange County. That dickhead is in Dallas now. I was like, what is it, dude? Do you need to, like, show me your big muscles or something right now? Like, yeah. I just, I gave him a lot of shit. I was like, you, I was like, you know what? You, be my guest right now to put that license plate that, tr- it's like a piece of paper. I was like, to put that on the back if you would like. And he was like, no, I don't want to do that. I'm like, yeah, of course you don't. Well, let me get this straight because I just got new license plates and it came with two front and back. When you get your hard plates, yes, will you however, not get them front and back for the Tesla? No, you do. However, Tesla doesn't put brackets on so you can put them onto your front of the car. Okay, Elon, you got to get on that shit. It's because it's fancy, you know, fancy yeah, cars. They don't want to going through toll roads and shit. You need them to see your license plate. Trust me, you get pulled or, over for that. Yes, I know. That's what he was trying to tell me. <laughs> so <laughs> I will take care of it eventually. Yeah, we know how that'll be. <laughs> yeah. Um. So anyways, you got some crime to tell me about today? I do. And in the spirit of Halloween being around the corner, oh, I'm doing yes, all doing month. Spooky. Yes, Tabitha's not, but I am. So you get a little break. I cannot wait. I hope there I'm is I'm keeping some, it spooky. I hope there is some imitation on your voice. Uh, you do get to hear some chatting, but I will not be doing any imitating. I, sorry Aww. sorry to disappoint. That letter that letter reading was so good. I know. I wish I could. I can't even pull. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys have not heard that episode, go back uh, two weeks because <sighs> that one was so good. Ah. Uh. And the Netflix series is coming out in like a couple of days, October 11th, I think. So we'll be watching, we'll be watching The Watcher. Okay. Right now. So. By the way, I have a feeling that somebody's going to come in and out The Watcher. That would be awesome. I know. Okay. Today's case is a listener suggestion by Cindy Lang. Thanks, Cindy. Cindy. Thank you. Yes, she's in the group. Great suggestion. Today's case is Chandler Halderson. 
Chandler was the youngest son of Bart and Krista Halderson in DeForest, Wisconsin, which is a community of about 10,000 right outside of Madison, Wisconsin, which is much Mm -hmm. bigger. Mm -hmm. I am here for the Wisconsin, right? Been seeing a lot of it lately with the making of the murder stuff, Dahmer, everything. And they have a nice little accent up there. They really do. I appreciate it. Also, Lake Michigan is beautiful, and it's the land of dairy and beer, two of my favorite things in the world. (laughs) I could say something right now, but I'm going to refrain. (laughs) Yes, refrain, you non-candy-eating bitch, okay? Thank you. I know what you're thinking, okay? I'm not thinking anything. Okay. Well, anywho... Bart and Krista were really close to living the dream that I believe all healthy parents aspire to. And that is that one day your grown children will leave home. Their son, Mitch, was 25 and doing well for himself, working in IT and recently engaged. But their son, Chandler, was still living at home at 23, but appeared to have a bright future as well. He had been attending a technical college in Madison and was nearing graduation as well as working for an insurance company from home. The thing about Chandler was he is what I call an always something. You know, we all know one. What I mean by always something is that Chandler was one of those people where it just seems like they can't get a break. It's just always something. Oh, gosh. How many people do I know? Maybe too many. Too many. Always something. Yes. In his case, it started out with the payroll at the American Family Insurance Company where he was employed just kept giving him the runaround and he wasn't getting paid. They would put him in as hourly when he was supposed to be salary. They had the wrong direct deposit info. And then they owed him so much money that when they went to deposit it in the bank, the bank rejected it because the amount was so high. Hmm. It's always something. Always something. This went on for months. I've never heard of that, by the way. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. How much does it have to be to not get, get deposited? And by the way, a bank is like a for-profit business, so they are not rejecting money Your into Your money. It. Word. Although, you know, one time the bank did put $5,000 in my account. Yes, but they took it back. They did. Yeah. I didn't, like, go tell them, but I didn't, like, I wasn't, like, stupid enough to, like, go spend it. I was like, let's see how long it takes them to catch this. Oh, yeah. I mean. Right. They caught they it. They catch it. They're good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, Chandler's dad, Bart, was frustrated for his son. And like any father, he wanted to know, why in the heck aren't they paying you? And so Chandler would forward all his correspondences with the payroll department at the insurance company to his dad so he could see for himself. You know, it wasn't just Chandler's employer that he had communication issues with that he shared the correspondence with with his dad. He had been trying to get his transcripts from school for over a year, and he forwarded along all of those emails as well. FYI, schools actually know how to mail transcripts, and companies just don't go months without paying you, generally. So I I would be sus if, if, you know, somebody was telling me this, right? Yes. But but to be fair to Bar, when it's, say, your kid, it's just harder for some parents to come to terms with that their child is full of shit. A liar, liar, pants on fire. Right. Which is exactly, sadly, what Chandler was. He didn't really go to school or have a job. How? Okay. This kid did not start doing this at 19 or 20 or 21. You know, that is so interesting, and I would love to know when it started. Yeah, when did he start lying? Listen, my son, the one that doesn't, um, there's one of my sons that would not lie ever. He is like, yeah, you know, not that kind of kid. Then my other son lied this week. Yeah. He brought home a really shiny rock that he wanted to keep and 
acted like he found it in our yard. And I was like, that didn't come from our backyard, buddy. Where did you get that? Yeah. And he like, you know, I don't I don't know where I got Stretched it. Stretched it out. Yeah, I've had my kids do that too. I was like, you need to go take that back to wherever you found it because I know that is n- not yours. Yeah. I am real clear with that. We got to get to the truth. Yes. Yeah. Well, listen, I think we're going to end up talking a little more about that at the end of this. Okay. Chandler was a liar. He was really good at it. He lied to everyone. It's not like he just lied to his parents and maybe they were just a little out of touch. And so he was able to fool them. Chandler fooled everyone, including his girlfriend. Hey, was he good looking? He was not unfortunate looking, but I don't think he's either of our types and not even ugly enough to be my type. Okay. He's 23. He's a baby. I can't even look at him like that. Yes, you can. If he's hot, you would be like, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If he's like that. Oh, God, that one kid. I can't even think. Anyways. Okay. Okay. Girlfriend's name is Kat, and she is lovely. She is the opposite of an always something. She actually, like, had her shit together. School, work, the whole package. And she was real cute. As far as Bart and Krista, the parents, they seemed lovely too. Those close to the family describe them as loving, supportive parents and don't understand why Chandler felt he ever needed to lie to them. Mm-hmm. But you know, the thing about his lies was they always snowballed, as lies do. To keep up the facade that he was working and studying, While living at home with his dad, who also worked from home, he had to get up early every day and hop on the computer and get to work. He obviously spent a portion of that time concocting fake emails to appease his daddy. Yeah, a lot of them. (laughs) Right? Yeah. (laughs) But Which, by the way, those emails were full of misspellings and all from Gmail accounts. Okay? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, do I need to do a PSA? Is the dad like not is he like a little aloof or something like? I just think it's hard to see what's right in front of you when it's your kid. Sometimes, sometimes. Listen, I I grilled my kid until he. Well, we're a different breed with the true crime podcast and all that. Okay, okay, but we talk about parents all the time who don't want to see that their kids are assholes. True. I'm, I am, I think we are both that parent where when our kid tells us something happened, we say, well, what did you do? You know, we ask yeah. them yeah. first, like, what was your part in this? I need all the information. I'm not just going to assume that some other kid was a jerk to you for no reason. Right. Right. Which they, right. is what they all try to tell you. Kids be, you know, the victim. Kids. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So with the rest of when Chandler's not like concocting these fake emails, he spent the rest of his time playing video games. He played this type of first person shooter game where you interact with other people playing the game. Chandler made friends with a Marine that was stationed in Germany via the game, and they became such good friends that when he finished his service, he visited Chandler at his home in Wisconsin. And he brought him a gift. It was an SKS rifle and a shit ton of ammunition. He brought the gun to Chandler because it's the gun Chandler often picked when he was playing the game. And he just thought Chandler would get more use out of it than him. Around this time, Chandler decided to quit his imaginary job at the insurance company. Who knows why? I think he just couldn't keep it up anymore. Maybe he sensed people were going to catch on. And so he, you know, just started another smoke show or lie. He told everyone that after graduation from the technical college, he was going to work for SpaceX in Mm. Florida. Yeah, that's big time. Oh, it's big time. His girlfriend was excited for him and she agreed to move with him. And he told her that he had rented an apartment for them and they could move in June from Wisconsin to the Sunshine State. Can you imagine? She's so happy. Well, it sounds dreamy because Wisconsin is cold AF. Right. Okay. Happy day for Bart and Krista as well. 
Now they are under the impression he got away from that insurance company that was screwing him. Yeah. Right. He got this great job. He's finally moving out. And now they can walk around naked. Moving no on. No kids up. at home. Right. OK. They're not walking around naked. It's too damn cold. <sighs> Maybe. OK. With the fire. and You know. Yeah. All that. Right. So romantic. Candles. Rose right? petals. Sure. I'm sure. Right. OK. Well, that feeling of relief that Chandler was moving out didn't last long. Because their son, Mitch, experienced some complications from diabetes and landed himself in the hospital. Chandler used his brother's legit health concerns as the reason why, of course, he couldn't head off to SpaceX. Now, he needed to stick around. I mean, it was like a good lie for him, right? Makes him look nice. He got lucky, man, that that happened to his brother. (laughs) I mean, I guess there would have been something else. Yeah. It was working for him, but Mitch got well. So then what? Well, Chandler's next, always something, was a doozy. Chandler told everyone he fell somehow and he fell really badly, but he managed to take himself by himself to the hospital. Now, I doubt he ever really fell at all. But I know he did take himself to the hospital and tell the doctors that he did. That part is true. The ER doctor that he saw told him he possibly had a mild concussion and gave him a neck brace, told him to take it easy. Mm -hmm. Those instructions translated to Chandler telling everyone he had a brain bleed and he needed to take it easy forever. (laughs) Forever. (laughs) Forever. Actually, I can't work anymore. Right. Exactly. Yes. Doctors told him the effects of his fall also might mean he lost feeling in his legs or he would lose feeling in his legs and would eventually need a colostomy bag. Well, I don't know how he managed to convince his family and girlfriend of this because, I mean, how do you hit your head and lose the ability to poop out your butt. I don't know. Right. But they were convinced of it and it garnered Chandler a lot of sympathy. And that's what he was looking for. And this big fall would preclude his next lie, which was that, of course, he couldn't travel, which meant he couldn't take a job at SpaceX. No more Florida. Oh, So it seems like Chandler, being the professional liar that he was, now just had to be lying about being too injured to work. And I mean, that seems like it'd be simple enough for him to keep up, right? Right. But he still had one more lie to get out of, and that was him graduating from Madison Technical Institute. Chandler had some choices at this point. He could have said he was too sick to attend graduation and just kept it going, or he could have done what he should have done and just come clean. But instead, he just kept dragging it out. And his dad, Bart, had had enough. Here he thought his poor boy got such a bad deal with this accident and everything And he's worked so hard and all he did was want a copy of his transcripts so he could, you know, get and use that to get some other kind of job or something. He just wanted to help Chandler and see his all the certificates Chandler had told him he had been earning, you know. So Bart decides to call the school for himself, handle it. That's a good idea. I like this. Okay, but. In order to get the transcripts and all of that, he had to pretend he was Chandler. Okay? Okay. Which I'm not, you know, you got to do what you got to do, right? Okay. Okay. So he took the liberty of pretending he's Chandler to get through to an advisor. And it's clear that Bart did not have any doubts about whether or not his son actually attended the school because that phone call was, you know, recorded for quality assurance purposes. Right. And I'm going to play you about a minute of it. But to preface, 
Bart is talking to a man named Omar Job. Chandler was familiar enough with Omar to throw his name into the mix when he wrote the phony emails to string his parents along. Okay. Bart's intention when he called was obviously to resolve the why can't I get a transcript you right. know, issue for his son. And he's clearly frustrated with the school because of all the phony email correspondences Chandler has been forwarding to him. And you can hear that in his voice. Yeah. So he's kind of like not that nice, probably on the phone. Yes. I'm assuming. Yes. I'm going to, I have it. Yeah. I tried to request them on, online and we never got them. And I've spent, I don't know how many times doing that and at eight bucks a piece. So I'm not willing to do that again. What, 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 why is that letting you request your transcript? What is it? It's not my system. It's your system. So don't ask me questions like that. Okay. But I need to establish the problem first before. I can know how to, like, walk you through to get it. Are you by a computer so I can walk no. you through on how to get it? I'm going through the process before I worked with, um, you know, I had I tried to work with Daniel Spike to see if he can get through the information. I don't, believe, I don't know if he's with you guys anymore, but it just seems like the ball keeps getting dropped. Okay. I mean, that's, it's pretty easy to request a transcript. The whole phone call is about 15 minutes in total. Mm -hmm. And after the part that you just heard, Bart learns Chandler doesn't have any certificates like he's claimed. He's not currently enrolled and he owes the school like $2,000. And what does he owe the school for? Because he was enrolled at one point or something like that. He was enrolled at one point and I think he took two classes. Okay. You can hear it in Bart's voice all snap into focus when at the end of the call, Bart asks Omar about the existence of the various names of people on the phony emails he had been forwarded by his son. And Omar tells him none of those people work here. And he just says, well, that will be all then. Oh, man, your heart is just like, I I mean, it's got to be like, I just got duped by my kid. Right. Yeah. So the next thing Bart did, no one could have ever imagined would lead to the following events. Bart simply texted Chandler, I spoke with Omar Job." This episode is sponsored by Astapro. Thanks, Astapro, for providing Tab and I with samples. Shout out to all my allergy suffering friends out there. You know how they say it's that time of year for allergies? Well, for me, it sort of feels like it's always that time of year. I thought I had tried everything until I recently discovered Astapro. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. It's faster, bro. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Clink, clink. I'm talking about Rakuten. Have you checked it out? Because I recommend you do. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because the members earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores that I know I shop online at like Zappos, Sephora, and Best Buy. We are all already online shopping at our favorite stores, so why not be saving while doing it? It's a no-brainer. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop. How it works is the stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. Membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app and start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. Mm Mm-hmm. So unless Chandler decided to miraculously start telling the truth, we'll never 
know exactly what happened when Bart and Chandler faced off that afternoon when Chandler got home, or if Bart ever literally faced Chandler again because Bart was shot to death in the back. Oh my God. This kid killed his dad after this? Yeah. And after he shot Bart, Chandler texted his mother, Krista, dad's phone died, call or text me, pick up some soda on your way home. I have a lot of work to do. Krista wrote her son back. Okay, I can do that with a smiley face. Sadly, Uh pathetically, actually, yes, she met the same fate as Bart when she got home. What is wrong with this guy? Oh, my gosh. So Chandler used the gun he had been gifted a month you know, prior to shoot his sweet smiley face texting mama to death as well, which I know we just talked about it, but I do just want to take a second so that we can all remind ourselves to parent our children that you will always get in more trouble for lying than telling the truth and assure them however hard it is, we will get through it if you tell the truth. Oh, my God. Right? Chandler. It doesn't sound like he was going to get beaten or anything if he did tell the truth. It's like he's 23. He fucked up. It was bad. Right. You know, but he's not the first kid to pull some shit like that. You know, what's the worst thing that would have happened? They kicked him out. He actually had to get a job. He could have done that. And they could have made amends down the road. But there's no coming back from this. Right. Well, Obviously. Yeah. Okay. And it's about to get next level fucked up. He made a note in his phone and titled it Weekend Chores. Hydrogen peroxide, lemon, door handle, move shit upstairs, get job, clean floor. When I first read that, I started thinking, wow, Chandler, so now you actually get ambitious? Yeah. (laughs) Like, right. (laughs) You're making a to-do list. You're actually going to follow through. Like a get job is you're going to let me get this straight. You're going to clean something and get a job. Impressive. In one weekend. Yeah. In in one one weekend. weekend, Right. Okay. So the next thing is what listener Cindy brought to our attention in the Facebook group. And that is that using hydrogen peroxide to clean up blood can make it less detectable by luminol. It's not like 100%, but the spray, luminol is the spray that they use to show where blood spatter has occurred. This is because luminol is composed partly of hydrogen peroxide, and so it dilutes it. So from what I can tell, it's not like 100%, but say if you're interested in contaminating a crime scene, which I don't advocate, it is Mm -hmm. better than bleach. I think because if they test and find bleach, they might as well find blood, right? Right. Okay. So Chandler spent time that afternoon FaceTiming his girlfriend from the shower. They did that a lot, apparently. Kids, right? Yeah. I can't imagine. I don't want to talk to anyone while I'm in the shower. I think they talk. Well, are they talking? They're FaceTiming. In the shower? Yes. Well, I did. So I went to dinner or we just actually got dessert the other day and um, at a restaurant and these people were FaceTiming, like they were having dinner FaceTime together. No, I'm not. No, I'm not with it. <laughs> I am not with it either. I'm like, this is too much work. You're like holding up the phone. Don't you want to just sip your wine and eat your food? And no, I talk all the time on the phone, but I'm doing a hundred other things while I'm but talking. But we also don't FaceTime. That That's too much work because then you have to no. look at the person and you need to be like washing the dishes, folding laundry. All that stuff. Yeah. Doing all that. You can't be looking at somebody. And right. plus, I don't really want to look at myself. No. And you kind of have to do that also when you're FaceTiming. And, and I never look good. No, it's not fun. Okay. So Chandler's got a situation now, right? He's got a big situation. Yeah. In the form of dealing with the deadness that he has caused. So he avoids hanging out with his girlfriend that day and the following day, which was a Friday, and then tells her the next morning, which was a Saturday, that he has some chores to do in the a.m. Kat was cool with this, but her and I have something in common. We be checking our man's location. Oh, she did. Yeah. So Kat did this via Snapchat. Did you know that? 
Snapchat can show your location. Yeah. Scary for all you people who your kids make sure if your kids are on Snapchat, they're not sharing their location with weirdos. Right. Okay. Seriously. I mean, maybe just don't give your kids Snapchat, period. But don't come for us. After a certain. You do you. you. We're not going to judge, but. I'm not going to judge, but, you know, maybe not like a kid. kid. But just, yeah. Okay. So, Kat found that Chandler was, like, in the middle of a forest. And she thought at the time it was so bizarre that Snapchat must have gone loco because it was so weird. (laughs) Okay. But she also took a screenshot of it, right? So, the day after the murders happened was Friday, July 2nd, 2021. This was very recent. And Krista, Chandler's mom, was expected at work, but obviously she didn't show up and that was unlike her. Her co-workers thought this was out of character, but they didn't follow up on why she no-showed. Chandler, I think, knowing how many friends his mother had at work, called one of them and gave him a story that his parents took an emergency trip to their rural cabin to do some repairs and they don't have good reception. So if he could just go ahead and put in a day off request for her for the next day that she was going to miss. So this rural cabin thing is the same story that he told his girlfriend and everyone else at the time that some unknown friends of his parents picked them up at 6 a.m. to go to the cabin and that was the last he had seen of them. His story depending on who he talked to changed. He told some people they brought a couple thousand dollars with them and maybe they were going to stop at a casino. He told some people they loaded up with lots of hard alcohol. Maybe they were like going to go get ripped. Which, you know, people were like, wow, that seems like pretty out of character for them. But he was able to buy himself six days before anyone grew really concerned. Yeah. That this is like a missing persons case. Okay. But before that happened, he spent the weekend with his girlfriend, right? They stopped by a coworker of his mom's house for their 4th of July shindig. And he also went to his girlfriend's mother's farm in another remote area. The day he went to the girlfriend's mom's house, he told her and her partner about not being able to take the job at SpaceX. They felt bad for him with all his health issues and now losing the big SpaceX job. He told them how good it was for him to be able to rehab at Let me say that again. He told them how good it was for him to be able to rehabilitate in their pool. And so, of course, they told him, well, come back anytime and use it. Well, you know, we all say things like that. And we don't mean it. (laughs) We mean it ish. Right. But Chandler showed if it's like works out. If it works out. Yeah. yeah. And call first. Right. Okay. well, the following day, Chandler showed up. He just shows up. He took them up on their offer. Yeah. They were surprised, but I mean, what are you going to do? They're like, okay. Come back anytime. Okay. Right. So after Chandler asked to use the pool, he drove a little ways into the field and disappeared. Cress, Kat's mom's partner, went to go check on him. She didn't know until after that he had driven away. But when she went to check on him, she saw that his car was out in the field. Okay. So she goes thinking he's out in the pool after about an hour, but he wasn't there. So she sees his car in the field and she thinks he just went for a walk or something. And it was hot. And so she got in the pool herself. Well, let me tell you, it got weird when Chandler did come back because Cress was topless. I mean, what the hell? It's her house, her pool. It was hot. Okay. (laughs) And Kat's mother, when Chandler started coming back, Kat's mother approached him and told him not to get in the pool right now. But he did anyways. And they said it just made them both very uncomfortable. Yeah, weird. Yeah. So during these days, Chandler's Brother Mitch is growing concerned about his parents' whereabouts. 
And by July 7th, he agrees with Chandler, it's time to go to the police and file a missing persons report. Police took the report and initially thought that this was a case of maybe there was an accident and they their car went off a cliff or something like that, you know, and they're just mm-hmm. somewhere. They put out a news report about this missing couple and the local news channel spoke with Chandler. Suspicion started to arise when the police drove out to the rural family cabin and it was clear that no one had been there. But Chandler had actually showed them a text from his mother saying that they had made it to the cabin safely and they were going to the local parade. Well, the problem with that was the parade had happened the day before. Okay. Listen, I would say that, by the way, and then show up and not be there because it happened the day before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But combined with it, obviously. Nobody was there. No one had been to the cabin. Yeah, they started to look into the last person to see Bart and Krista. And that, of course, was Chandler. They learn, you know. They want to know who is, so who is this kid? What's his deal? So they learn he's a student who just got a job at SpaceX. And Chandler also claimed to be on another police department's voluntary scuba rescue team. Well, that department didn't even have a rescue team. And they figured out right away that SpaceX and school weren't really real either. So they begin to explore What has Chandler been up to since Bart and Krista disappeared? Now, Chandler, I think, was starting to feel the heat because he started to go door to door in his neighborhood asking if people had cameras on their houses. And when they told him, you know, oh, yeah, you betcha. High def vision all night. Right. (laughs) Well, uh, but, you know, we turned in all the footage to the police already. Um, No one actually spoke like that, but I just think it would have been real cute if they did. Okay. (laughs) Um, Chandler's reaction was, of course, like, okay, great. Great. And one neighbor said to him, you know, they'll be able to get like a license plate or something, I'm sure. Okay. And Chandler was like, no, I don't. I don't think so. And she said, oh, surely they will. And he reacted, like I said, they won't, like all aggro. And she ended up so shook, she locked her door and, you know, thought to herself, well, that was fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was thinking, like, maybe he could get his hands on the footage before the police did. But the police were on that, I mean, like, right away. As soon as they found out they were missing, they're like, oh, this could, this is going to be easy. We've just got to find like the license plate of the people. Let's get the neighborhood video surveillance footage. So Chandler had told the police he spent most of the weekend at Kat's mom's farm, right? And so they took a trip up there to verify this. They questioned Kat's mother and her partner, and they told them, yes, he was here, And they told him about how he came back the next day and he was a little off, but they weren't suspicious of anything, really. They just were like, well, it's probably because he found out that, you know, he lost his job at SpaceX or whatever. The detectives pried and they told him about what had happened in the pool and how Chandler had been gone for an hour or so Mm -hmm. and then walked up to the pool from the field. They asked them. Which direction did he come from? And they pointed to it. And when they looked in that direction, there were vultures circling in the field. Yeah. They walked out there and found Brett Halderson's torso with two shots in his back. Mm -hmm. So now the whole property is a crime scene. Yeah. And they find saw blades and more remains on the property and... Months later, Kat in Kat's mom's barn behind a plank, she found the gun that was used as the murder weapon, you know. So it's time to arrest Chandler. Listeners, today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Are you busy? Well, of course you are. And if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it just doesn't seem urgent or it's intimidating. 
Enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just spare change. Acorns recommends an expert bill portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. What I love about Acorns is that it gives you the tool to give your money a chance to grow. You don't have to start with a lot. Just start. Believe me, it feels great. Head to acorns.com slash clink or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors LLC Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities LLC member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone, and I'm telling you, I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year, and I really love the French language, so I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm, I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone. I learn it in the car. It is awesome. You can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient. They are there for you. And they have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is, It starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences, and then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is, you know, my entire goal. So don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now. Seriously, get started before your summer vacay. Our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today. At that particular moment though, he still didn't know that they had anything to connect him to murder. And so he agreed to come down to the station with Kat. They questioned them both separately giving Chandler one more shot to explain what happened. As for Kat, this poor girl really had no idea. She had like a sweet relationship with Bert and Krista and wanted to help the police however she could find them. She never dreamed Chandler had anything to do with it. So they asked her about everything she and Chandler did since Bert and Krista disappeared. And she told them about when the times were that she was away from Chandler, like in the morning he was doing chores, but Snapchat said he was in the forest (laughs) and she had a screenshot of this location. She's like, I've been, I've been following him. Yeah. What the hell? Like they're those kids that FaceTime in the shower. Right. So they went out to the forest location and they found Krista's legs. Detectives mm. let Chandler lie to them for about two hours before they told him, we know. we know you're not telling the truth. This is your chance. And he got quiet and didn't speak again and was arrested. When the Halderson family home was searched, they found the glass on the fireplace was broken And that was because before Chandler decided to, you know, spread out his dismembered parents in the field and the forest, he tried burning their remains in the the fireplace. Yeah, that doesn't generally work. It doesn't get hot enough. No, it didn't work. Figured that out. Didn't work. And the fire got out of control. They found a bone fragment from a human skull left in the fireplace. Oh my gosh. Still, yes. And one of the neighbors had told them he thought someone was cooking a pig all night because of the smell. Mm. 
I mean, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. So God knows why, but Chandler pled not guilty. Okay. And it went to trial this January 22nd or this January 2022. And it was televised. So I watched it. Okay. The prosecution did not miss a beat. They covered everything and had expert testimony from, you know, a fire expert, a forensic anthropologist, medical examiner, and the officers that were at the crime scenes, Kat, her mother, her mother's partner, even Omar Job, the guy the dad talked to on the phone. Yeah. The guy that gave him the gun. In the military, the neighbors, Krista's co-workers, and Chandler's brother, Mitch. Oh, my God. What did he say? <sighs> okay. When Mitch testified, the defense attorney asked him all about his parents' life insurance, kind of insinuating he had something to do with it, which is just low. No. I mean, yeah. I, know that, I guess that's just like the defense attorney's job, but I, you know, ugh. They didn't ask him anything about his brother's lying, like when he had started lying or something like that, or if he had suspected his brother was a liar at any point or anything like that. It was just like him going through, like, when was he concerned that his parents were missing? What was his yeah. brother doing? When oh. did you decide to file a missing persons report? Like, okay, so just it was just crime. And event. Yeah, it was just that crime. crime. Yeah. yeah. I think they made that choice because they had so much evidence and that is just so it's obviously the person who is most affected by all this is Mitch. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's lost his whole family. And did he even like have concern with his brother at all ever? Well, he never indicates that he doesn't No. So the defense's closing argument was almost comical. I swear this is what the attorney said. She says, Chandler is a liar. He lies a lot. But do we really know what happened? No one saw it. And so do we really know he is guilty of the crimes he's charged with? His yes, we do. We know. Yeah, right? His brother knows how much life insurance his parents have. That's unusual. I don't know how much life insurance my parents have. Hmm. Thankfully, the jurors thought to themselves, yeah, we really do know what happened because it's impossible for anyone else to have done this. Really, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And he knows how much insurance his parents had because they are fucking dead, bitch. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's why I'm sure he had to, yeah, that's try to why. Like, figure this out. She never asked him if he knew before they died. Yeah, right? that's why he, they he knows. And now. she never asked him that because she wouldn't be able to make that closing argument. Right. Right. Oh, okay. smart. So at his sentencing, the judge read a letter from Mitch's fiance. So this is kind of the only insight that we have into how he felt about everything. And the okay. letter said that if Chancellor was ever released, they feared for their safety and how devastating this has been for them. I mean, they were like planning their wedding. That how mm -hmm. horrible for them. Awful. Yeah. The judge also read a letter from Chandler's grandmother asking that Chandler be given a chance at parole despite the horrific acts he committed. She Why? said his parents Why? were forgiving people and they would have wanted him to have another chance. No, they wouldn't. And if they did, that's their problem. OK, well, the judge said he believed grandma and everything she said about the kind of forgiving, good-hearted people Bart and Krista were and what they would have wanted. Then he apologized to her because he couldn't give Chandler parole like she was asking. He gave him life without parole because he had an obligation to protect this community. He said he might have considered it if Chandler wouldn't have dismembered his parents, and stolen their dignity. And I agree with him. Yeah. So, you know, I did some digging because I'm fascinated with real estate. Okay? <laughs> okay. And uh, the Halderson home has been completely remodeled and gotten a new fireplace. 
Good. Good idea, right? <laughs> now, Bart and Krista paid $295,000 for the home a few years ago, and it's for sale now for $450,000. Whoa. Yeah, well, they I mean, they put in a lot of upgrades and the market's gone up a lot, right? Okay, well, I, I really hope Mitch gets it. I am sending him new oh, buy. Oh, he's the one new, that... Yes, he will benefit entirely from... Okay. The house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you just need a lot of sage and the right buyer. Okay. Yeah. We can do it. Okay. Which this all reminds me of something that has also been in the news lately. And that is the Manson murders house. So I don't know if you know, but where Sharon Tate and everyone was killed by. Yes. Those women that killed for Charlie, Charles Manson. In the Hollywood Hills, that house was torn down. Okay. Okay. But it's in such a good location that someone built like a crazy sick house on where it was. Okay. It was the creator of Full House bought it. They just threw Bob Saget's wake there. Well, this guy has been trying to sell it. He reduced, he had to reduce the price from 85 million to 60 million. And it's been sitting on the market for a minute. And now he's at least trying to get some renters for the bargain price of $250,000 a month. Oh, gosh. The thing with that price of a house, how many people can really afford that? And if you can afford it, do you want it to be where the Manson murders happened? No. It's just so risky to buy a murder house for resale purposes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the those Watcher people, they took a hit, too. And, I mean, and, and murder didn't even happen. Just scary letters. Just scary letters. Yeah. I, I would prefer not to be in a house that has any kind of bad, bad voodoo. Adieu, right? Yeah. Okay, well, that's it. That's a WAP. So um, I did not get into, I thought this was October worthy, but I did not get into specific gory details because... We don't do that. And there was more. That's what you're saying. Obviously, there was more. I mean, that's all that's all you need to know. Although he He didn't try to burn them. Right. He didn't try to eat them. But, you know, he he cut them up. It's whack. That is whack. I I mean, he's a bad kid. He is a bad kid. Maybe he needed a spanking. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm kidding. Yes. Oh my God, don't yes. write me. I don't spank I my children. Okay. Even when they lie. Even when they but lie. But I did, I did make him tell the truth. I know. It makes you kind of wonder. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want this to come across like I'm putting it off on them because I, I it's just what happened it ended up being so unimaginable. But it's like, what if they would have? What if they would have called bullshit just a lot earlier and been like, Chandler, you got to level with us now? Yeah. I mean, I think maybe they, I mean, they tried, right? That's why he had to keep sending them the emails. I don't know. I mean, eyes wide open, people. There is something in his brain wrong. Yeah. It's like the Dahmer. Something in the brain is wrong. Right. Yeah. You're fascinated with that case. I just watched another Peacock released a something, a two episode thing called the Dahmer tapes. It's not as dark as the um, the series because it's like actually just him being interviewed and his parents and stuff. It's it's pretty it's pretty good. Creepy. Yeah. Creepy. All right. Well. If you guys have not checked our bonus episodes out, if you listen on Apple, it's really easy. It just pops up. And then if you don't listen on Apple, we are on Patreon and we give you one extra bonus crime a month. And then every Thursday, we just chat about what's going on the news today or this week or episodes of crime stories, stuff like that. Um, And that's patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime. 
And if you haven't followed us yet on our social, we are on Facebook. We have a private group called Housewives of True Crime Group. We are on Instagram. We are on TikTok. Please go to all those and follow us. And then also what they're calling following or subscribing or something, um, you know, push a little check mark so you get us every Monday. And last but not least, please tell your friends and give us a review if you have not yet. And I think that's all I have for for today. today. I just want to give a quick plug to next week. If you're thinking about the uh, subscription or Patreon, however you flavor, it's going to be a good one, you guys. I'm doing the crime of Randall Emmett. And I have learned a lot about Lala Kent's former fiance. I mean, I'm only going to even talk about a minute about Lala because he did a lot more dirty than that girl. Okay. I can't wait to hear. Yeah. All right, so subscribe now so you can get it on Thursday. So clink, clink, guys. Clink, clink.